and praise the Lord. Another wonderful opportunity that God has given us to share in our daily inspiration. God who opens our door is our theme for the year. But this week we are looking at instances when God closes our door. And we have seen that uh, as much as God is an expert in opening doors for his children in life, there are instances when he will close a door. Not because he is out to frustrate us, not because he wants to deny us the very best, but he sees the end from the beginning. And in his wisdom, he knows what will work for us and what will not work for us. And so when God crosses a door, don't insist on your way. Trust him. He can see the ultimate uh, end and the ultimate uh, outcome. So you can uh, dare trust him and lean on his faithfulness. And yesterday we saw that one way you can know that God has closed a door for you is when the attitude of your environment changes. A place where you were once celebrated, you start being tolerated. People start treating you with contempt. The environment rejects you. No matter how you try to fit in, you cannot fit in. You do everything possible to make things work and nothing is working. That could be a clear sign that God has closed that door for you. And that's what, that is what happened to Jacob in Laban's house. And today we will still continue with Jacob. But I want us to see how when God denies you something that you so much want, and he gives you something that is less attractive. Are you able to trust God? You wanted to work in company A that has very good parks, that is, uh, they, they have very good terms, but that door is closed and God gives you a less attractive organization to work in. Would you continue trusting God? Would you continue rejoicing and putting your hope and confidence in God? That is what I want us to trust in. If you remember the story of Jacob, when he was working in Laban's house, he worked for seven years because he was in love. Actually, the scripture says that Jacob loved Lecho so much that the seven years he worked as a bride price to get this lady seemed just like a day. He gave his best because he loved his lady, this lady so much. And let me tell you, I'm so sure he did everything possible to make sure he secures his marriage to this lady. But we all know what happened in the wedding night. The scripture says that when Jacob woke up in the morning, he realized although he had given his very best, he had worked for seven years to get Lecho. He was deceived. And instead of getting Lecho, he got Leah. I know it is possible for us to say it was payback time for Jacob because of what he did for Isa. That is okay. But let me tell you that God prays in the big links. He can still see what was happening. He could see in the league eh, that, 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 that there was something in so much, there, there was something far much better for Jacob than he knew. Let me tell you that God orchestrated everything that happened in Jacob's life. As much as he gave his seven years for Lecho. And actually now we're here to come and add another seven years to get Leah, whom in the first place he did not want. Let me tell you that God was still praying in the picture. God knew that the ultimate, the person who will help Jacob ultimately was not Lecho, but actually Leah. Jacob did not love Leah because the scripture says she was weak-eyed. She was less attractive. She did not have much to offer. And when he looked at Leah, he wondered, 
what is in this that you have given me? But let me tell you, in the less attractive Godhead, a divine package for, for, for Jacob. We read in the scriptures in the book of Genesis chapter 29 and verse 25. When morning came, there was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? I served you for later, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? How many times have we felt like Jacob on matters of life? You serve God faithfully because you are trusting God for a certain outcome. Unfortunately, things don't go the way you are hoping they will go. Things turn around and you feel deceived. You're given something that is far less attractive than what you bargained for. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, if God should allow you to be deceived, he knows what you are doing. You can still continue trusting him. If you read the story of Jacob, you will realize that his 12 tribes, actually 10 of them came from Leah. This lady that she did not like, the weak-eyed Leah, the less attractive Leah, the door that God opened when all what Jacob could think about was lecture actually became the greatest blessing for Jacob. And we all know that with the time, it reached a point where Lecho died and Jacob was left with the lair. If you read the scripture, you still realize that when they were running away from Laban's house, it is Lecho who stole his father's, his father's gods. So in other words, God could see beyond what Jacob could see. God could see Lecho's heart. My brother, my sister, I don't know where you are feeling mad at God today because you think he has so changed you. He has given you a less attractive deal than you trusted him for. He knows what he is doing. Trust him. He knows what he is doing. Let me tell you that we don't make decisions based on face value, based on what we can see. But God can see beyond the curtains of individuals, beyond the curtains of hypocrisy that many times we put on. God can see beyond. And let me tell you that if he allows you to be deceived, you are given layer instead of ledger. Trust him. He knows what he is doing. It is this layer who will give you 10 of the children that you are trusting God for. And let me tell you, Rachel will struggle. If all of what Jacob got was Rachel, was Rachel, I don't know whether we would be talking about the Israelites, the 12 tribes of Israel. I can assure you, even the Redeemer, eh, that the Savior who will come from the tribe of the Lion of Judah, he will come through there. So trust God. He knows when, what he is doing when he closes an attractive door and gives you a less attractive one. Trust him. He knows what he is doing. Why is God asking you today to praise him and to thank him because of a less attractive deal that you have gotten? He knows how to raise victory out of the ashes of defeat and out of our shame, he is able to bring glory. Trust him. Let us pray together. Father, we are grateful because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. Many other times we make decisions based on what we can see, based on the human information we have. But today you are telling us to trust you. It is true there are so many areas in life where we have always insisted on having leisure. And we are not able to see your hand when you give us leisure. Lord, help us to trust your wisdom. Help us to know that all things work together for good 
to those who trust you. Even when we are pained and we do not understand, when we feel deceived, God, help us to trust you. Help us to lean on you because you know what you are doing. We love you and we celebrate you. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this particular inspiration. I'm grateful for taking your time to watch. May God bless you. May God keep you. And may God give you a great and a fantastic day ahead. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Show.